Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of I'll Make Your Name Great Podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Robertson, and I am joined by the beautiful, the wonderful, the intelligent, the outstanding, my partner in podcasting, but more importantly, my partner in life, Ashley Robertson. How are you doing today? I'm doing much better. <laughs> I like to hear it. I like to hear I'm doing much better. I'm better, so much better since I put on podcast and hit record. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you're butchering that uh, church hymn. Hey, but it's okay, though, because I could do that, right? It's okay. It's it's about, not about the church hymn. It's about how it interacts with us individually. Right. Right? And so individually, it's about you know, get into the individual spirit. And so individually, my spirit feels good. So I can change the words around to fit my spirit, right? You know what? If that works for you, then that works. I think that works for me. I I think that works for me. But <laughs> Okay, before we get too going, let's go ahead and kick things off with our stories. So stories from the villages where Ashley and I share, highlight a story, a memory, something memorable from a member of our village, right? And so for this week, we kind of want to discuss, I guess, the joys of homeownership. Is that is that what we consider a joy or the tasking of homeownership? I guess the tasking of homeownership. Right. So over the week or last weekend, um, Ashley and I kind of, we decided to, you know, kind of get the room set up. I wanted to get kind of get my own office. That I'll be right. working from home more. And, you know, because of that, we wanted to kind of move together and, and possibly have a space where we can go live if we wanted to. And it wouldn't always be in a garage. Right. So we kind of set that up and, and set the rooms up. And then we had to do some painting. And I, while I enjoy the painting, I, I learned a couple things about my family. I learned TJ is not one for outlining. No. He's, yeah. My my daughter was like, I'll do it, I'll do it. And then partway through, was like, all right, I'm tired, now I'm done. I'm like, yo, what, what happened? They just, they quit on me. And so I ended up, you know, finishing the, the two rooms by myself. But I think it was a good experience for me. I The reason why I want to highlight it too is because I'm not the most handy person in the world. No. Okay, look at here. See, I, I I knew I wasn't the most handy, but you was like, no, you're not. But I mean, this is a podcast. I was supposed to talk, so I was agreeing. I know, but you could have no. like, no, baby, I didn't notice. You could have lied. I, I wasn't going to do that. Remember we talked about that truth and plating? No. Oh, okay. Jeez, don't, don't, don't use my own words in episodes against me. <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. I'm not. I don't care if I record them and put them out for the public so that everyone has them. You mm. still aren't allowed to use them against me. Wives gets to use it first. <sighs> I guess. Mm-hmm. But anyways, but whenever I can actually do something and complete something handy without, you know, having to phone a friend, mm-hmm. I, I I think it's an accomplishment for me. And, and so it definitely was. And so I'm as I as I kinda grow and, and get better at these things, it's a highlight I'm, for me. I mean, I know Dad appreciated you not calling him this time. Oh, I'm sure in. he is thrilled. <laughs> and helping I'm sure he's the house task because he called me. He's like, "Wait, you finished it?" It was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay, bye." It's like I think he was calling, proud moment. Proud yeah, he, moment. I think he was calling, just like, oh, "Are you going to make me come down here?" Right. <laughs> he would have came. He's, he he would have. He's awesome. But I bet he was glad I didn't. He could stay there. So sometimes you got to take off the training wheels. Yeah. Listen, that's a whole other thing of when do you take off the training wheels and and so many different things and and, and make that push and send them out there. Oh yeah. Different episode, different day. A different episode. One of these days, we're actually going to do an episode that's from a different episode. I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to highlight them. Like, remember that different episode thing I talked? Here it is. Today's the day. Right. But 
not this day. Not this day. But anyways, that's our stories from the village. Let's get into our main topic. So for today's episode, I wanted to have a, a bit of conversation about feelings. I know every guy in the world just like, oh, not an episode about feelings, but feelings. Yeah. I think I feel, I feel like there's a song that came out. I just couldn't think of one mm-hmm. at that moment. The song I think about it, emotion roller coaster. Beyonce? No, no. It's just emotion. No, no. Taking me over. No, mine. No, no, that's that, not it. That wasn't it. Mm-mm. I mean, I feel like it works though. Okay, well, okay, it does. Well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> beehive. Just like it was, yeah, you definitely any, any excuse to just throw in a, a Beyonce song. I know. But. Anyways, okay, so the, re- <laughs> the reason why we wanted to talk about it, feelings and emotions, because I feel like they're really important, right? I feel like while a lot of people or understand the of setting ground rules and principles for a relationship, I don't think enough discussion is about what feelings I need in this relationship. As in, how do I want you to feel? What type of emotions I need you to instill or, or provide, right? It, do I need you to be a cheerleader for me? Do I need you to encourage me or anchor? Whatever those type of feelings are. And I think they're incredibly important because one of the things we look at a lot, why a lot of couples break up, they're often based around feelings. Right. It's based on, you know, I don't feel valued. I don't feel. Especially the woman. Especially a woman. so emotional and tuned to our feelings. Now, I wasn't going to say this, but when I looked it up, a lot of it were like coming from, from women. I mean, I, 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 I will own it. It's not a bad thing, though. I think society and men have made it look like a, a negative notation to be, oh, the woman is so emotional. I think you're very in tune to who you are. I think the lack of not saying you're emotional, you're not um, exploring uh, your true feelings when it comes to the male. But we're not going to go there. Different day, different topic. I love it how you were able to reverse that. It was started off about of a the, woman. It started off about the woman, and then at the end, it was about the male. And like, but we'll talk about it later. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> How did, how did that happen there? I, I'm confused. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how that happened. I, I, I was there, but I, didn't, I, I wasn't there. I don't know. <laughs> Somehow she's good. She's good. That girl good. I mean, coming to America. That girl good. Okay, but anyways, so we think you know how you want to feel in a relationship and how you need to feel in a relationship. I think is incredibly important of of who, in order to bring the best out of you, to, in order to feel the most. I don't know, complete, happy, satisfied, satisfied within the relationship. I think that's a good word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Satisfied. So let's kind of talk about that. I kind of want to break it down in a little bit of a couple of groups and points. The first one I want to talk about is, so you can answer this either from you or do you think for in general st- standpoint, do you think you had any preconceived notions on what you would feel like once you got married? Really for me, no, because I didn't plan on getting married. Was, I wasn't I wasn't the typical girl who right. planned out her marriage at an early mm-hmm. age and paid a house with Ken and Barbie. That wasn't my childhood. Mm-hmm. So um marriage wasn't <laughs> it wasn't looking in the cards for mm-hmm. me. Grown to see most people when they're talking about marriage and getting married is happy and you know, I, I feel secure now mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I think that's what people want to feel. Now I did grow over time, a feeling that I did want out of the relationship. Mm-hmm. But coming into the marriage, I did not initially have a feeling. And you? I feel like when I came in, though, I thought I would feel, like, manly. 
not manly, but like like as the, as the man, like head of the household, head of the household, right? Like, Hur. like you know, I, I f- oh yeah, I felt it, I felt it early on. Then we have a, a, a chat. About, oh my bad, about I'm gonna let you throw, talk. Throwing me shut all up. under the bus and just. New- which is all under the boop, boop. I felt the wheels hit me right there. Mm-mm. You cut me deep. You cut me deep, Shrek. You cut me deep. Mm-mm. But <laughs> anyway, I, I think that's what I thought. I thought I'd feel like more like a, a complete man, right? And, and being that. And it, with that kind of standpoint. And I think I do agree with that. I think a lot of people have come in with the notion of feeling wholeness and feeling happy and complete and secure. And while I think those are n- nice, but I don't think those kind of fall into and fit the mold for every marriage. Right. Right. Very much. So the next part I kind of want to discuss with you and, you know, you will say, Tyron, we've had this conversation and I will say we did. And so I don't want to say that. <laughs> but one of the things I think we haven't discussed recently in this is what do we feel like we need from each other in feelings wise? Again, I said, look, Tyron, we've had this conversation and I'm like, oh, we did. <laughs> so a squirrel. I, it is squirrel. I have a lot of squirrel. squirrel moments. So. In this marriage, right, what would you say are the, let's go with three, maybe, three feelings you want to have or you need, I guess, to feel, I guess, satisfied or secure or I can't think of a right word in the marriage, but to be at your best within the marriage. I guess maybe that made it. Yeah, that sounds accurate. I need to feel anchored. Hmm. I definitely, that's number one. Two. And actually, that's probably not number one, but but uh, that is definitely high up. Okay, so without being, I would like to discuss. It by oh, eight. didn't you say pick three? I did say pick three. Okay, but, we're just gonna break them down. Yeah, I want to break them down. <laughs> I just you know we're gonna take this nice and slow. I don't rush it. Okay, take it slow. Make take, it very intimate. Take okay. take my time. Take my time with you. All right. Listen. Okay. <laughs> All right. But anyways, what do you mean by anchored? I'm anchored as in weighed down. Anchored as in secured. Where I'm at. Um, what do you mean by anchored? Anchor as in security, as in a home base, Mm. as in an operation, somewhere that I know is stable, stability, Mm -hmm. and that I'm able to flourish out of that place, right? Mm. I'm able to to blossom, even if I fall, but I still have a landing base. So I definitely needed that in my relationship. Okay. Okay. I like that one. I think for me- Yes, yours. I think number one, I think a number one for a lot of guys is going to be respected. I so I respect you. I, yes, you do. Oh, okay. Because I was going to get into my little soft voice. <laughs> I think <laughs> I read somewhere and I don't remember where, but in a relationship, women often want to be loved and men want to be respected. Right. I've heard that many times before. And I think that's, I think that's going to be number one. I think kind of by. Men look at respect as love. Right. Yeah, so I think that's going to be number one. That's, I don't think that's a shock to anybody in there. What would be your next one? Mine's actually is in my relationship, I need to have feel a spiritual covering or spiritual growth in that relationship. Hmm. That is actually my number one. I've actually secretly have dumped many boys because of that. They don't know it, but you know, hey. Sorry, suckers. It's just that they didn't have that. That spiritual connection with God in order to connect with me. No lie. I would definitely say, I definitely echo that with you. I've noticed within our relationships that where this family is spiritually has a direct impact on, on I feel like you the most, where you are and, and how, I don't want to say the term happy, but how 
happy or, or secure you are, not secure, Maybe. but where you, where you are, right? And I think even with our relationship on a spot where we don't, don't have a, a solid spiritual foundation is when I feel like things fall apart. Fall apart. And no lie, when I talk about that, that period, okay, it will be one of the next three or four episodes we're going to talk <laughs> about it. But when I talk about that period, one of the things that I distinctly remember is one of the times when I was driving back, I heard God tell me, when you're right, she'll be right. Mm, wow. And every time I think there's a period, an extended period of disconnect with us, that that comes back in my mind. Right. Tyrone, get yourself right. And I, so, yeah, I definitely think I see that. And I, I do understand that about you, that that is definitely important to you and, and a key to your flourish your ability to flourish in a relationship in a relationship yeah and honestly that's in a lot of relationships it's not even just a uh, male and female Mm -hmm. even in friendships for me that plays a big part and for your second one pushed i don't know that i don't know that's a feeling but i think i encouraged maybe that's a better encouraged you need to feel encouraged i do need to feel encouraged and not because i think i'm down a lot but because i think i can easily get stuck into a rut Right. A routine and kind of stay there. Right, right. And stay like that hamster, right? That that wheel's fine. I'm I'm doing good. Oh, I know. I've and been, I've noticed that in the years of we've been and together. While I don't like it, I I will this is, sounds bad too. I while I don't like it and sometimes we even fight against it, I've recognized that that's something I definitely need. So I, that means I need to push harder. Push. I, I didn't say that. I can be your pusher. I push, be your pusher pusher. Push it to the limit. Push up. I don't even know the song I'm about to man. I'm pushing it hard. What? I'm pushing it so. What? I'm pushing the leg. I'll be pushing for roast. <laughs> Push it to the limit. By the way, I know what the song I should have started off with when what? it said feelings. Feelings. Uh, um, what's the name? LMA? LMA. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry because I just butchered that song. I didn't say the words right. I just messed that all Look, up. I think you feel like sometimes this is karaoke. <laughs> Listen, there's a mic, isn't it? <laughs> there's a mic, it's karaoke. So I definitely think that encouragement to kind of step out. And I think even to the point, there are certain moments in my life that I don't think I would have stepped out without that encouragement. Mm. And, you know, whether it's go for, going for promotions, whether it's starting new ventures, right? I think that's stepping out. Right. Is, yeah, something there. Definitely. So. So I think my third one would have to be, which honestly, thanks to you, I discovered it actually recently that what I need in a relationship in order to be effective and successful is I need to feel desired. Hmm. Go ahead, baby. Thank you for teaching me that about me. I need I, I need to feel wanted and adored. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me feel loved. Right. Um, without you, you don't have to say it, right? When you desire somebody, the things you do, the way you act, it shows. And that trickles down to that feeling loved and feeling appreciated. Um, and so I definitely need that as a woman. I think most women need right. that. If I can be honest, they might mm-hmm. don't admit it. But I think most women needs to feel desired in their relationship um, because they always say, well, I don't feel loved. Well, they don't feel desired. They don't right. feel wanted. They don't feel needed. They don't feel appreciated. 
And I think that's definitely one of the complaints I kind of, when I was going through this, that I kind of saw, right? When they say, kind of when we say is, I felt unnoticed. I felt alone, right? They didn't feel like they were not, they knew they were there, but they didn't, they didn't get a sense that the person wanted them to be there. Right. You know, and, 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 and crave for them to be there, right? And, and I think that's even talk about as couples were being a, a, together for a while, right? One of the things that was lacking was sometimes the desire. Right. Was kind of gone because you kind of take the person for granted. Right. And you think, well, they're, of course, they're going to be there. But that seeing that desire kind of sparks, you know, it makes you feel young again, makes you feel loved, needed, right. all those type of things. Baby. Make them want to run again. Make them run and run again, right? And I, and I think that's definitely the And I think the one thing I like to feel, I think it's safe. The reason why I think particularly for me is because on several fronts, right? One, I'm a very silly person. Right. Right. And I do want to feel like that I can be, I can be that. I can be silly. I can be goofy. I can be out there. <laughs> I can, you know, I don't necessarily need you to join in with me. No, you don't. You're a woman. And I don't know if it's the Leo in me. It's like, no, I don't I don't need to share the spot. I don't want to share the spotlight with you. It's totally it's it's about me. Leo. Totally Leo's. But I just need you to be be safe space to have, be my audience. Right? That's kind of what I need. <laughs> and all your kids have that same mentality. They do. Mm-hmm. I, they they all mm-hmm. do. They all want their own moment of audience and they don't really want you to join in. No, it's not your moment. It's not your moment. <laughs> and we have that saying in our house. It's not your moment. It's not your moment. Because everybody wants a moment. So I think that's that's one part, right? I, I think Safe because I'm silly, right? The other thing that's interesting enough about me, I think I've realized too, is the reason why I need also a bit of safe, and this may also go to respect it too, is because a lot of things that would be quote unquote man like, I don't necessarily do. Even to the point, like when me and you met, I was wearing pink shirts and powder blue. Oh, and, 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 and baby pink. And baby pink. It, yes. This wasn't like a manly. This was baby pink. Baby pink. With the do-rags to match it Yo. and the checker shirt under it with the pink in it. And I'm going to tell y'all, my first time going to Oakland. Yo, hold up. But you know, people are starting to wear that now. Of course Sorry. they are. But the, my first time going to Oakland, meeting Ashley's family. And I show up in baby pink and white. Long oh, sleeve shirt. He knew he was fly, y'all. He was fly. with a baby pink sweater vest <laughs> and like the matching do rag. I so fly, so fly. I feel like you're taking off from so high. Now I can look back and like, boy, she must have really loved me even then. <laughs> she she got to be like all the times to wear the stuff. You didn't have not one black shirt. You didn't have a not, white not, shirt. Not a hoodie. You couldn't put no. a hoodie. And no. the sad thing is, you know what the sad thing is? I was like, I'm going to dress up for them. You sure did. That was your up. No, no, no. That was, I'm going to show them upscale. And they looked at me. And they're like, like what yo. What is this? Especially, no, it wasn't really the family that talked. It was the hood when I took you through. Black and my, my play brothers and stuff, because I'm from the hood, yo. So I got a lot of play brothers. And they was like, you sure he you, you sure he good? I was like, yeah, he good. He good. He good. Like, positive? Yeah. I was like, he real good. He good, too. And they was like, all right, sis. You, you know. And you know, the thing is, I, I feel like the truth is I, I really love you for that. Because... You like, I don't you couldn't have worn anything different. And, but in my mind, I'm like, why did she say anything? But I know me. And like, even if you did, I'm like, what are you talking about? It's, it's, that was you. At yeah. that moment, that was totally you. Yeah. And so there's another thing like, like, so like that, right? Don't worry. I don't dress like that now. But like <laughs> that, even to the point, like, I am very liable to, to bust out in a Beyonce sing along. Definitely. Right. Without, I really don't need much in space or a runway i just need to hear a song that reminds me of a beyonce song 
And I kind of bust into that. And I can see how that could cause issues. Oh, yeah. I've had a couple of of my female friends, their dudes have made comments about, you know, you singing beyond. And, and they've questioned your manly, like, it's not even that, it's not, okay, I'm just going to lay it out there. I ain't going to even sugarcoat it. It's not that they question that you're gay or anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, how hard is he? Is he really macho? Is he merely masculine? Is he, if he's an alpha right. male? And so my thing is, there was the definition of an alpha male. Because I'm pretty sure my husband will knock out 80% of you dudes. <laughs> Listen. Facts. Listen. Okay, I just wanted to. (laughs) But, you know, I think having that space and I think that space and freedom to be me and all the different weird and crazy facets of what that is is me, even if sometimes that's a bit different than what others might say. The norm. The norm, right? Like I said before, I'm not the most manly, handy dude, right? For a while, I'm like, I'm just paying somebody to do it. Oh, yeah. That was the the line for years. I'll pay. I'll pay. I make money for this. I pay. Yeah, I'll 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 pay. By the way, I just thought of another one. I got to add in too. Hold but, up, what, hold up. You only said three. I did, I'm only giving you three. I'm just expanding a lot. I see how one. you just put extra in the I, last one. What it is, is, I'm showing how how You're that cheating. I'm showing how that you cheating. I have that safe space kind of fits all into why I need that, right? right? Because I'm I get it. I'm just a bit different. And I'm a bit out there. And what else is it? The last one I think was. I think a lot. I need a lot of grace. I don't know if that's a feeling. That's not a feeling. You need to feel mm. mercy, grace. I don't know if that's it. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I think about it. I'm gonna work it through. But basically, what it is is I understand that I do a lot of thinking, right? And so because I do a lot of thinking, oftentimes I can dramatically shift in how I, in my thought processes, right? And in my stances. And so because of that, I think I would need. The space and the um, the opportunity to be able to to change and grow and and, and shift, and that's and I, I don't know if that's a quite what feeling that is, but whatever that is, that that ability to be able to 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 morph and change a little bit. I can't think of what feeling that would be. So you would, so the definition of grace is well, one of them is um, like the verb is. To be credit to, by so you want to be present. You want to feel present. Mm-hmm. You want to feel there. Mm-hmm. Like kind of back to your respect thing. Yeah. Um. Well, that's one of the definitions. There's definitely more um, on that. Uh. But I definitely uh, believe that those are some really good um feelings that. And actually, I like that they're not very superficial. Mm-hmm. Is that the right word I want to use? You know, not the standard ones that. Right. You know, money and cars and bodies. You know what I'm saying? Body, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? All that. So, <laughs> um, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess one of the conversations I think I would have is, what do you think it takes to be able to identify that? So, I think one of the conversations we would have is. Not what we would have, but one of the conversations would be is, okay, I know I need to get these feelings and understandings, right? I need these type of feelings in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Would you say, what do you think are the steps for a person to kind of get there? I think, and we're just going to wing this off the hand. I think the first one would be is under, understanding yourself. Yeah. I, oh, self-awareness. I, I, I can never beat that over the 
head enough. Self-awareness is probably one of the main keys to just a prosperous life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even just recently, I was going through a meltdown and didn't have to be remind myself of who I am, mm-hmm. and which kind of brought me out that slump. Remember but, who you are. Who you are. <laughs> and so... um Definitely self-awareness, knowing thyself, knowing what you need, knowing the feelings, knowing the feelings that's that's not achievable. Mm -hmm. You know, right? Some some things are not real. And and knowing that so that you can be able to communicate that with your partner so they can receive it and try to deliver it. And understand it does not happen overnight because here they have been conditioned to be one way for so many years. You can't just expect for them to change the way you want or what you need overnight. That does take time. 100%, right? And I think another thing that's important, too, when you talk about the feelings is you're going to need periodic check-ins. Yeah. Because each shift in life, each shift in the relationship, each major change, the feelings might be different. And as they get older, the feelings might be different. Definitely. Right? I think what we might have needed when we were 20 is different than what we need at 30. Right. Right? I don't. I don't know if I necessarily needed that much encouragement at 20, but I needed probably more older, right? Mm-hmm. So with those things, I think there's there's going to be those periodic shifts and be able to have those, sit down and have those conversations about, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what I need. And I know I will speak for me personally. I know that was a challenge for me because one of the things you, you know, you're kind of like, because I feel like we've had this talk in our 20s, right? Mm-hmm. And I was operating on that and I never it never dawned on me to ask again or to find out what the updated version is, right. where you are now and what you might need now. And you were like, Tyrone, you're still treating me like that. I'm like, but that's what you said. And you're like, <laughs> you're like that was 10 years ago. I'm like, but but that's what you said. <laughs> but that's what you said. But that's what you said. And he's like, you know, it was 20 years ago. So I think it's definitely important to have those periodic talks and, and, and check in maybe it's once a quarter or once every other year or twice a year. I mean, yeah, um, definitely renew. When people like change, one thing that is consistent is change. People will change. Their body will change. Their mind will change. Their teeth will fall out. They, you know, things will change. And you, if you truly love them, um, you will take the time to keep learning them and keep falling in love with them, mm-hmm. the new them. Because mind you, they change. So you have to fall all in love with whoever the new one is. So you have to date that person. Uh, do things they like and vice versa in order for it to blossom. And I think that it would um, if you're both working towards it and understand that. And sometimes, and, and you'll find this too, you might find yourself not liking the person they become. Mm. Right? Like, this is, not what, this is not what I signed up for. This is not what I expected. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, anything abusive and damaging, I'm going to tell right. you walk out the door. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you walk out the door. However, if it's not in that way of detrimental, I would say take yourself back to the moments where you were happy. Hmm. Even if you will never get those moments back, it reminds you of why you fell in love with that person. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminds me of one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. And it when it says that you're going through bad things, dwell on the good things. Mm. And that's what I've learned to do in our relationship most mm-hmm. of the time when we're fighting, fussing, and it's just like, Hell over water. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm throwing in the towel. I dwell on the good things. Mm-hmm. And it's not to sugarcoat what we're going to, but it gives me a little more grace and mercy when I approach and, and I approach you in a more loving manner because I come from a loving 
atmosphere around mm-hmm. my frame. You see what I'm saying? So, by the way, I love what you said that there's sometimes there's a shift and you might not like the person they shift to, but that doesn't change or, or, Sorry, there was a cat walk by, and I just just <laughs> drew my attention. That, that cat. We have cats just ramming our backyard at times. By the way, would I like to talk about how the fact that we don't have cats, but then still also have cats? How do we not have a cat, but then always there's always a cat there? But I don't know. They're looking for something. I, I don't. I don't know. Should we start feeding them? No, because they don't <laughs> go away. <laughs> but anyways, I would just. I think. You know, we would definitely encourage you guys to have the conversation about your feelings and, and be able to identify what feelings you need, what feelings you want. Do you need a cheerleader? Do you need somebody to kind of encourage you to cheer on your, your, all your endeavors and be behind you, be your number one supporter, right? Right. When we talk about being that anchor, that person where that lets you go out and, and explore it, but there's still that base operations is still there, right? Yes. That, that person to uplift yes. you, sanity, all those things, you know, have that talk and identify with yourself and have that talk with the people around you and both. By the way, in marriages and in friendships. Right, definitely. Because both of those apply. I would what I need to feel for my friends. Right. You know. It might change. You might be friends in high school. It's not the same when you're grown with kids. Right. It's not the same. So you know. You know. And uh can I just add one more thing to that? Adding on to those checkups and I know we're getting to it, but it is okay to do marriage counsel before you're headed to a divorce. Yes. It's okay. Actually, it is like a tune-up on a car. It's a tune-up. An oil change. Yeah. So many miles, you have to go get an oil change. Yeah. Or a car starts, you know. Same thing with your marriage. Every so often, you need to get a, uh, I don't know what you say, a love change, a love boost, a or love whatever. Checkup, you know? A love checkup. And, you know, it's not going to the a psychiatrist or a counselor to the point like, we have problems. We just want to talk a little bit. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going through. We've had an extra baby, or we bought a house, or one of us lost a job, or finances changed. We just want to talk about a My husband won't stop singing Beyonce. Yes, my husband won't stop singing Beyonce. That's going to be our first, our first, our first session. <sighs> our first session. And, and I'm going to go in and be like, uh-oh, uh-oh, Oh, uh-oh, Jesus, uh-oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, but, you know, I love it. I do, I do. I'm not the typical female, so I can't. You know, I've had so many boys tell me you act like a dude. So, hey, I guess. I guess we're just we're just two weird people, right? And being weird together. We're weird together. That it works. works. That works out. So, it works. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and get to our "We're Not Strangers" segment. Okay, so for we're, our We're Not Strangers segment is where Ash and I take questions out of the We're Not Strangers game, and we ask them, and the questions are selected at random, so we never quite know where the conversation is going to go. So for this week, we're going to do a level, we're each going to do a level one question, and then we're each going to do a level two question. Eventually, we're going to get to level three. Eventually, yeah, eventually. Maybe do. next season. Maybe next season. So you want to go first, or you want me to go first? You can go first. All right, let's do level one first. Level one, do I, do I look kind? Explain. I don't feel like you look intimidating. No, I don't think I look intimidating at all. So I, I, I would say you do look kind, but I don't think people feel like you're approachable. Mm. Maybe that's two different things, though. You know, right? But I, I could definitely sense that. I don't think I, I have a come talk to me face or a, or spirit. Or, but it's not like you're not. It's not like it's unkind. Right. I don't know. It's not anger like. Frustrated, or you got the, mm-hmm. you know, they say the angry face look. It's not that. It's just like, oh, he's just in his world. The truth matters. I really do be. I be so, 
unfortunately. I am so self-absorbed that oftentimes that's actually what's going on in my mind. I'm not thinking about the other person. I'm just stuck in my own mind, what I'm thinking of. And deal with the responsibility. Yeah. And, and but in my own mind. So it's like it's not like no, don't come talk to me. It's just I just don't notice you. And I don't have a invite, come invite me, come talk to me. No. No. I Most don't. people who talk to they be like, Ash, um, it was just really hard. Yeah, yeah. I, that is what I do gotta work on. <laughs> I gotta work on it a lot. Okay, what's yours? So my question is, do you think I fall in love easy? Why or why not? No. I don't think you'll fall I think you'll date easy. But I don't think you'll fall in love easy. Explain. So I think, in general, I think one thing about you is is you don't like when people beg. I don't. So if a person begs you long enough, you'll you'll give in. You tell everybody the secret, they're gonna start begging me every day. It's okay. I'll tell them no. <laughs> so that's the secret. She doesn't. I will tell them. They no. just won't call you. That's fine though. But I'll, <laughs> I'll call them and like, not nah, I said no. Actually, can't do that. You it's probably no. really would, though. It's a no. So that's what I would say about you. I think you're easy to date, but I don't think you're easy to love. One thing because. I think there are so many different facets and, and and complexities with you that you only can love somebody who can accept at least the majority of those facets and complexities. And if you can't, which, and by the way, it'll take, even take a while for you to expose those to a person. Right. So because, and if a person can't accept all those things, then you can't really love them. So no, I don't think you fall in love easily. Facts. So, all right. Level two. What is a dream you let go of? <sighs> That hit, didn't it? Man, which one? Just pick one. My music? Yeah. My rap, my little street rap career. <laughs> my little little 10 minutes of uh, wannabe fame. <laughs> wannabe, wannabe. Uh, but yeah, that, that uh, what was the question again? What's a dream you let go of? That was, that was uh, one. But I don't know if that was more so a dream. Then um, something I felt like I kind of got into because I was looking for something and I could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it wasn't like in high school or middle school, I was rapping. I wasn't mm-hmm. the one at the talent shows. Like I knew other people who did that. Um, it was that I had the ability to do it. Um, I was going through a sickness. I, mm-hmm. So jobs wasn't really working out for me. School wasn't working mm-hmm. out because of that. So I was like, well, shoot, this is something I can do. I can mm-hmm. come up, Jesus, take care of my kids and I'm going to do it. And so. Um, but then I loved it and I liked it and then yeah, let it go. Well, yeah. That's gonna be a, a whole conversation. Another we're, segment. Another yeah. We're gonna get to these. We're gonna we're going to get to these. I'm gonna make a list and check it twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your level two? Oh, my level two is what is the last thing you lied? You lied to your mother about. I got to go to kids. Kids are hungry. I got to go to the kids. Basically, I just lie on the kids. I just want to get off the phone. And I just lie. I just lie on the kids. How dare you? I was not a part of that. I did not know. What are you talking about? You was right there. No, I don't You was saying I, like, get I was not you there. was mouthing like, get oh, off the phone. Oh, don't put me in this with you. It I, wasn't me. Oh, no. We both going it down. It wasn't me. We both going down. He together. said I was standing right there. It wasn't me. Nope. We both going down. You were mouthing. Get off the phone. It wasn't me. Get off the phone. Playing the kids. I said, well, you really going to tell this lie on the podcast? Yes, I'm going to tell this lie on the podcast. See my voice went up. You really going to? Yes, I'm going to tell this lie on the podcast. I'm going to tell this lie on the podcast. So It was Emmy. It it was. <laughs> she was there. She's a guilty accomplice. Guilt by association. So, Guilt by association. So, so, I'm sorry, mama. But I lied. 
So that, that was the last thing I lied about. Man, that was a hard, man. That, that you talking about throw you under the bus? All under the bus. I didn't. I didn't like that question. They tried to destroy your relationship, right? Like, why? Why is that something you gotta ask? Why you gotta throw somebody? Ask why, why would you even? Ask why you gotta that bring my? Why you gotta bring my mama into this? You said, "Are we strangers?" Not do you know my mama? What? Right. That ain't my mama had nothing to do with this. But, not at all. But all right, that's our. That's our. We're not strangers segment. Um. Hey, that, that kind of wraps it up for this episode. Hope you guys really enjoyed it. Have conversations about you guys' feelings and what you need. And, and have an understanding of what you need before you go into the relationship. I think that will help in, and help you align and find somebody that aligns with what you need. Right? Yes. I think so. So um, please like, share, subscribe. Share with your mama, your uncle, your brother. Everybody. 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 Everybody share the pod with. Everybody, everybody, everybody share the pod with. What? So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me hype. I was about to start. All right, let's go ahead and get here. I'm Tom Robertson. And I'm Ashley Robertson. And this is the I'll Make Your Name Great Podcast, the podcast you listen to on the road to greatness. All right, see you guys later.